0: Hi guys, and welcome back to the Step Integrators Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Daniel James Rutter, and welcome back to episode number 28, The Power in the Present Moment. So guys, we'd like to say a huge thank you to everyone who attended our live webinar trainings. Uh, We had such a great turnout this week, and it was so much fun. Uh, We had people all over from America, Massachusetts, New York, I think we had... We had people from Manchester in England, Sheffield, um, a whole host of areas. So it was really great to have um, everyone attend the live webinar training. And if you attended the live webinar training, I hope you sincerely enjoyed it and gleaned a lot of value from it. Um, And this week we're going to be talking about the power of the present moment. And there's been a lot written. You know, there's classic books like Be Here Now by Ramdas, so that's another that's a book you definitely want to go check out. And The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. It's a great book about the power of being in the present moment. But today I want to talk about what the present moment is, how do we actually lock into the present moment, and how do we actually start to find ourselves more in the here and now rather than lost in the past or the future. And then I also want to finish this this podcast today talking a little bit about how to deal with the difficulties sometimes you might be feeling or experiencing in the present moment with training in meditation and mindfulness so so there's a quote that I like to say a lot, which is "If not now, when right if not now, when. Um, and I talk about this a lot in the workshops that I teach. One of my biggest regrets would be um, to get to the end of my life and realize I was sleepwalking or daydreaming all the way through it. Now, creative thought is a blessing, but it can also, rumination can be a bit of a curse. And the, and the heart of mindfulness and meditation is to unplug from the past stories we keep telling ourselves, fall to the present moment, which then impacts our future. So our past normally dictates our present moment, and it normally then, obviously, if it dict- if it if it um, dictates our pr- present moment experience, obviously that's going to um, dictate our future experience also. So the heart of meditation and mindfulness is to catch yourself when you're lost in thought to fall back into the present moment. And in the early stages, it might be quite difficult to realize well what's so like impressive about the present moment. It seems so boring, right? Why would I wanna spend more time in the present moment? I've got all these things to do, I've got all these dreams, I've got all these aspirations. Why do I wanna come back to the present moment? It seems so boring. And a lot of us use the present moment as a kind of like a means to an end. It's a bit like, well, I just gotta get through this moment to get to the next moment. But the fact is, from an experiential point of view, all we ever have is the present moment. So how do we come back to the present with a calm, clear, coherent mind? And what are the benefits of being in the present moment? All right, what 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 are the key benefits? Well, let's say, let's use a very, very clear example. We've got a big event coming in the in the future, and we're starting to get a little bit anxious about it. Maybe we, we, we know it's coming up and we're starting to feel this anxiety about something coming up. We can bring ourselves into the present moment. Bring ourselves right back into the present moment. It'll settle the mind into the present. And direct the mind into the present so that we're not overly run by anxiety for what's something that's coming in the future. And anything that's performed at a high level, whether that's music, sport, uh, giving a talk, a presentation. When you really hit that flow state, when you hit that maximum performance, that happens in the present moment. That all That's when you completely align with the present moment. So what are the benefits of falling into the present moment? Well, we can reduce that amount of anxiety about the future. For many of us, we kind of are uncertain. We feel a bit frustrated maybe. We feel a bit um, anxious about what might happen in the future. If we bring the mind back to the present moment, we can start to focus on one thing at a time and bring the senses back to the present moment. Sometimes we're regretful about the past. We keep rehearsing past stories, past stories that keep coming back into our present moment experience. We can start to let go of the past and start to realize the freshness of the present moment. The power that lies in it when you let go of your past and you align yourself with the present moment can be profound. Now, from a sensory experience, from a sensory clarity experience, through your sense doors, meaning your your hearing, touching, smelling, seeing. The more we begin to train meditation and mindfulness, the more the present moment begins to shine a lot brighter. And what do I mean by that? Well, for instance, we start to observe our thoughts. We gain some distance and we, we find that we can actually let go of some thoughts. We can find we can observe our thoughts rather than being lost in them. And what happens is every time we do that, there's a gap so I talk about this a lot in the courses that I teach, is that some stimulus arises in the mind or in, in, in life, some some challenge, and there's always a gap, right? And that gap essentially is the present moment, is the opportunity to practice all your mindful skills and bring them into action. Because the way we respond is what's going to be our outcome, right? So something happens, some form of stimulus, some form of, cha- form of challenge we have a moment, an opportunity, and once we train mindfulness, we're going to give ourselves more space to actually do that. So we a challenge arises, we witness it with some form of meditation, mindfulness practice, and then we fall into the present moment and act from that, from the stability in the present. Now, we only ever experience anything in the present moment. This is an extremely invaluable insight nothing ever happened in the past and nothing will ever happen in the future it will all happen in the present moment it's not to say we can't plan for the future, of course we can but everything comes back to the present moment the freshness, the stillness and the simplicity of the present moment but I want to say one thing, the present moment can feel so boring why do I want to come back to the present moment? it's too simple, but it's more than meets the eye when we train meditation and mindfulness, because our senses begin to open up a little bit more, we begin to hear nature sounds when we're out and about. We begin to hear more with, with, with um, you know, maybe birds in the trees or we hear sounds more. But we have to see things more clearly. I'll never forget the first time I really witnessed, when I began to, to really dive into my meditation and mindfulness practice, um, the colour of the trees, the the, the the absolute beauty in the autumn leaves. And even now, as I say that, it sounds kind of comical because before I would have probably just, before I did any meditation on mindfulness, I would have been like, what What are you talking about? I was so, I was so busy in my mind that I had no like present moment realization and it would take literally 10 seconds and I'd be off in my mind, but I began to really pay close attention Once I started training the meditation and mindfulness and start to hone my attention in the present moment so I could witness the present moment more clearly. And what would happen, and I see this a lot with my clients, is what once was extremely challenging, something maybe that was bringing them down or making them anxious about the future, is now a great opportunity. Once that happens, you are free to then change your state and move forward in the present moment life doesn't feel as heavy in the present moment and there's a lot of freedom to be gleaned in the present moment for instance if we start to observe our thoughts acknowledge our thoughts and move on i like to say om observe them acknowledge and move on we are left then with the present moment and in the present moment is our freedom to make that choice and decision on how we'd like to move forward so the present moment comes with a greater sense of clarity. It comes with a greater sense of ease. When challenges inevitably arise, we can fall into the present moment and take on the challenge in a productive and healthy way. Sometimes we we make mountains out of molehills. We create a story in the mind and make everything feel completely overwhelming. We kind of dive into a story maybe. We dive into something that isn't exactly true or real. And tell ourselves that this is a huge problem. So the mind shoots off to the present and we start worrying about the present moment. But if we actually train the mind and train the mind to understand that we're only here now, we begin to unpack our awareness skills. And this is a very, very important point. And I want you to kind of write this down if you can. Awareness and the present moment are inseparable. So I'll repeat that again. Awareness and the present moment are inseparable once you train your awareness skills you begin to realize that awareness and the present moment are inseparable right and that might not mean anything to you if you've done no meditation or mindfulness or if you're right at the early stages but if you've been practicing for a while that might be quite a profound insight to let sink into your heart and into your mind awareness and the present moment are inseparable nothing ever happened to you in the past and nothing will ever happen to you in the future it's always now. It's now, now, now. You can call this the timeless dimension if you want. Right? What time is it? The time is now. <laughs> now we use time to function. But the present moment is where we are. Right the way through our life. So when you're present, you're with life. Meaning awareness and the present moment are, are interlinked. They're, non, they're non-separate. Life and awareness are inseparable. So when you become aware you align with your life. You're not separating your life and objectively ruminating, excuse me, you're not ruminating over and over again about what might happen in your life. You align with your life, you become one with it rather than fighting against it, right? It's not to say we can't plan and be objective in our lives, but to understand that awareness and the now are inseparable, and that is the key. If you get to realize this, and this is why I always love mindfulness meditations, because these insights need to be trained in the mind so that you see that literally. It's not something that you hear someone say. It's something you align with, okay? So awareness and the present moment are inseparable. And guess what? We're training, constantly training, our skills and our ability to fall back to awareness. So being aware of your thoughts, things, and perceptions is where your freedom truly lies because once you're aware of it once you're not you know we use the metaphor uh, of observing a lake passing by there's a huge difference between drowning in the lake and observing the lake and that's one huge step but you begin to realize and this is another profound insight over time and training that everything arises in the present moment your thoughts feelings and perceptions are now 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 so a thought arises in the mind and we think it's from the past or we think it's from the future, it doesn't exist, it's always now, always now, always now, and there's true power in that. So, what begins to happen is we begin to find a greater self, uh, a greater sense of awareness rather, or I always say, is awareness over self consciousness. A lot of us are self conscious, we worry about what other people think, and this can distract us and affect us and make us make decisions we might not even want to make. We start m- moving our life around in ways to please others nothing wrong with that but if it gets out of hand it can be unhelpful right we've all been there and we're all guilty of it from time to time right my point being if you start to train your awareness skills you start to make decisions that are going to a benefit your own well-being your health and also b start to really fall back into the present moment rather than worrying about what might happen or what did happen that's the whole point we're all human. We all have this ability to observe our thoughts and feelings rather than being lost in them. That is a power. Just to be able to do that is an unbelievable skill and should never be um, underlooked or undervalued. You know, I always say if someone says to you, what are you talking about the present moment? And they're just wrapped up in their mind and they say, forget about the present moment. They've missed one of the most vital gifts they have because everyone has the ability to be present. That's one thing we can't... We cannot forget everyone has the ability to be present. So another question that I get asked a lot about the present moment is what happens if I'm in a very difficult situation in the present moment? Okay sometimes it's all good coming back to the present moment, but I'm struggling with X, y and Z. my job I cannot stand my job. Uh, I'm in a, an abusive relationship. I'm in a difficult uh, situation at home. I am struggling with this. I am I've just lost my job. This is all this could all be true. So it's not undervaluing what's happening, it's, sorry, it's not um, undermining what's, what you might be currently going through. We all have our challenges, right, on different levels, right? Especially with recent events with COVID-19, right? Some people, and I have had it myself, my I have had f- uh, friends and family lose jobs. We've had friends, um, unfortunately, get severely ill from, from COVID. And that is not to say that just because we're present, we're free, there's still difficulty and challenges. And that's part of being human. However, if you're in a difficult situation, you always have the present moment. And in the present moment, like I said at the beginning, is where you can make your decision. So if you've lost your job, you can come to the present moment, work out the plan you need to do to get a new job. If you're in a difficult relationship, you come back to the present moment, you give yourself a little bit of time to reflect, and you make that decision. Remember, you and the present moment are aligned as one. There's no separation. So, and if you've um, got a terrible disease, right? This may be true, but you still have the present moment. The gift of life is right at the end of your nose. So, if we come back to the present moment, this gives us space and time to now make the decision that can help us. And that's what wisdom is. It's realizing that We're never stuck. We've just got to maybe sometimes come to the present moment. Accept your life situation. Sorry, excuse me. Accept the present moment and slowly deal with your life situation, okay? And that is part of the training. There's been many a times in my life where I felt overwhelmed, overran, over um, found it very difficult in certain personal um, circumstances. But to know that I can come back to the present moment. And that's, this. if if you're new to mindfulness meditation, this might not mean much to you at the moment. But I promise you, if you train mindfulness meditation, the present moment is more than meets the eye. It is more than meets the eye. Now, like I said, you experience everything in the present moment. So if you're struggling with difficult emotions, I want to tie this episode of the podcast up with understanding how awareness and the present moment are interlinked. We also have compassion, which is also interlinked with awareness. So if we train our awareness skills, we can start to train compassion also. Now, I don't think compassion, especially in the West, is well described. I don't think it's, um, you know, the the sense of um, it's not feeling sorry for someone and it's not um, it's it, there's a there's a certain level of understanding your your uh, your own internal difficulty and other people's. But for me, compassion has a different feel. It's about again experiencing what compassion truly means. So if we train the mind to fall back to the present moment, and we find a greater sense of freedom in the present moment, because that's where we always are, here and now. Once we have that, once we begin to really see that we can then start to train the skills of compassion. And this is what I like to uh, teach all my clients, which is for many of us, we feel anxiety, we feel stress, we feel anger, we feel these difficult emotions. And for many of us, it arises, a thought arises, a feeling arises, and maybe a past story comes in to the scenario. I'm not denying these things happening, but if you're in the present moment and you're clear, you have clarity, Three cornerstones are clarity, concentration, and resilience. If you have effective mindfulness online, meaning your mindfulness is working well, them three will be shining brightly. If one of them is out of alignment, you might feel um, distracted or you might find some emotions difficult or whatever it may be. If we train compassion, we get to understand our feelings at a different level. We get to experience the mind. In a different way. So one of the key um, teachings I like to teach with compassion. Is whenever you're feeling a difficult emotion. Remember first thing. You're feeling it in the present moment. The freshness of the present moment. You're feeling it in the here and now. If a story arises in the mind. It's happening now. Even if it's from the past. It's happening now. That one insight might be such a great takeaway for you guys from this episode. Step two: When you train compassion, we breathe in, breathing in the pain or the difficulty you might be f- feeling in your body, breathing out, and you can harness and and, and train your attention for two things. So I do the, the first thing I teach is to wish others to be happy. So what happens is anxiety, stress, worry becomes your signal to wish for others to be happy. We're reframing how we deal with difficult emotions. So rather than seeing like emotions uh, sometimes as a bad thing, sometimes we feel overwhelmed with anxiety or stress or anger or whatever it may be, we start to realize that that's a gift. Now that takes time and training. That's why I say we focus in on awareness first. There's a lot of training to happen first. But once we've got awareness, we have some form of awareness, we can start to see that whatever difficulty we may feel may be feeling is a potential gift if we look at it in the correct way. So let's say anxiety arises, we breathe it in. And we breathe out, wishing for others to be happy. And a lot of meditation teachers like to talk about taking on that pain or difficulty for the benefit of others, what I like to say, the two main focuses I have is to breathe it in with a sense of compassion, breathe it out, wishing for others to be happy is one way, or two, breathe in the pain, and now use that to serve and help others. Now, the reason I love that slight change there to serve and help others, immediately what happens in the mind is you realize that you are not the only one experiencing these emotions. What happens is sometimes we get so um, lost in whatever we're feeling that it, that it feels like it's us. It's only us who are experiencing this feeling or this, these set of thoughts, right? But if we pay close attention and we start to train compassion, these difficult feelings or emotions actually now can be harnessed for the benefit of everyone else if we breathe it in, a strong sense of compassion and breathe out wish for others to be happy is one way or breathe it in breathe out wishing to serve and help others. And the greatest thing that can happen with that understanding is you're not the only one feeling it and there are plenty of the people who may need you in some form of service. With whatever you do, you may be a teacher. You may be a musician. Go serve others with your songs or your music. You may be a a, de- a dentist. You know, looking after people's teeth. Whatever it may be, you may be an athlete, performing on on the pitch for the entertainment of everyone. You may be a doctor, save literally saving people's lives. So this is something I like to use also when people are, are maybe going under a lot of fatigue at work and they're overrun but it's to try and keep that compassion strong. So remember, awareness and the now are interlinked. They're inseparable. If we know that and we train that, we start to fall into a greater sense of awareness rather than self-consciousness. And if there's emotion and difficulty, we breathe in the emotion, befriend the emotion with some form of compassion, breathe out, Wish for others to be happy. Breathe in the emotion. Breathe out. Wish to serve others. Be there and be the benefit for other people. And this can have a profound effect if you train this. You get to reap the rewards. So, I'm going to do something a little bit special in this episode. I'm going to take you through a very, very short guided meditation to finish this up. And this is we're just going to do a very short guided two-minute meditation. And we're going to training the simple compassion practice. So I'd like to start with the eyes open. You can join me now. Just get comfortable in the chair that you're in. Starting with the eyes open. And I'd just like you to take three deep breaths. So breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in and breathe out. Gently close your eyes. Resting the mind in the here and now. Remember, we don't have to do anything to be aware. Awareness is always there. We just sometimes forget. Bring the mind now to somewhere that feels comfortable, the contact on the chair. And we're just gonna go around some breaths, harnessing the skills of compassion. So breathe in any maybe pain or difficulty you've been experiencing over the last couple of days. Breathing out, wishing for others to be happy. Breathing in. In difficult emotion, you might be experiencing and breathing out, wishing to serve and help others where we can. Breathing, with a sense of compassion, taking on whatever we may be struggling with, breathing out, offering a sense of service, and wishing for us to be happy. So breathing in, that pain with a sense of compassion and kindness, breathing out the help and serve us. And one more breathe in. strong sense of compassion, breathe out. wishing for us to be happy. And when you're ready, Gently opening your eyes. And we're back. So that was a very short taste of compassion training. There's so many different types of techniques we can use. I just wanted to give you a taste of the skill of training awareness, breathing in the pain you may be feeling. And I want you guys to take away from this episode that your pain, your difficulty can be your opportunity. Your pain or difficulty is your opportunity for the benefit of others. This can be really helpful for things like trauma, it can be really helpful for things where you're finding maybe an emotion that's just causing you difficulty during the day. And I want you to reframe how you perceive supposing negative thoughts and feelings. Okay, realise that they're opportunities. Now if we train this in the mind... We start to realize there's there's a certain resilience or you could in brackets equanimity equanimity meaning an openness to emotions and we stop fighting with them okay because we start to train this ability to take on the pain and wish for others to be happy and that is an invaluable skill to have if we train mindfulness and train our skills in awareness the compassion training is a lot easier to start applying so guys, I hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I know I have, and I want you guys just to, a few key takeaways before we finish. You and the present moment are inseparable. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed, come back to the now. But train meditation to realize that skill and to experience that skill. And always remember, you are always here now. So guys, we super 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 excited um, to announce enrollment is about to open up for our eight week mindfulness course again um keep an eye on the uh website and keep an eye on uh your you might get an email very soon guys with once we've launched and reopened the enrollment it will be open for one more week uh for the next intake of students and we're super super excited to have you all on board for the next enrollment week Um, i wish you the best of success with tasting some compassion trying out some compassion it can be such a great way to personally forgive relationships and harness your skills in relationships how to better understand relationships and have um this skill at the core of who you are so i wish you the best of success i look forward to seeing you in our next episode episode number 29 we'll see you next week take care guys be mindful be meditative, and we'll see you very soon